The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come. What for? Train in the trees, please. What my sycamore? Episode 87 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. We got three hosts on this show. My name's Nookie Bishop Jr. My partners in crime are T. Petty and Idris Elbow. T. Petty, what, how it goes uh, week two of the secret aquatic life of T. Petty? Uh, I've been traveling, so my aquatics have not happened this week. And I don't know if I'm in the mood to be swimming anyway. I'm mad as a motherfucker. So we'll talk about that. Gotcha, gotcha. We know uh, why you're mad. We'll get into that uh, in just a, a little bit. Um, Drees, what it do, man? What's been going on since we last talked to you last time? What's up, Nook? What's up, T. Patty? This your boy, Aegis Elbow, with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And can I get real with y'all for a second? Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm, 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 I'm a little, I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared. Um, I gotta go get a colonoscopy later oh, this shit. week i know i was you like it's, it's a routine up. thing you know after you get a certain age they say you got to go you get late. it you late sir huh you're late you should have had i know i'm late surprise. yes you're i late. know i'm late i'm overdue nook so for all the black men out there we supposed to be getting colonoscopies at 45 now it was like 50 something right it was 50 and it was lowered to 45 a few years ago 45 so i i gotta get it this week and I've been putting it off, and I'm gonna do it. But I'm I'm a little nervous. Y'all, have y'all ever done that? I did my first one last year. You did? I, like, okay, T. Pay, we gotta talk offline about that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta prepare me mentally. I mean, we can talk online about it. I think this is a PSA okay. for our All listeners. Right. This is very important. Colon cancer. Uh, is a slow-growing cancer. Nevertheless, it needs to be monitored. And if you have health risks or like pre-existing conditions or a family history, you need to talk to your doctor because you should probably get your colonoscopy early than 45. But we can talk about it later in the show since we're going to be talking about healthcare any goddamn way. Absolutely. Well, I, I have, yeah, I have not had a, a colonoscopy uh, yet. So, um, that's something that's on my uh, list, checkoff list for my doctor. But Look, um, I'm I'm going to be asking you about it now. Every time I see you, I was like, look, you scheduled it yet. Yeah, I know you will, bro. Um, you know, there's videos online. Like I think Al Roker famously did his uh, on uh, live national TV. So Wait, Al Roker did it live on TV? Did it live. Yeah, yeah. Will, so. Will Smith did his too. What? Okay, I need to, I, I guess it need to be on the internet mode. Everything is on the internet. Everything, everything. So yeah, yeah. So, all right, man. Listen, crossing my fingers for you. I know everything is going to be fine, and um, you know, check out those videos. Um, what I've been told from people that have it, I mean, they're going to knock you out. But they said essentially, just act like you're a soldier in the foxhole, you know. And uh, this, I don't know how you. What, take what, it. what does that mean? That makes no sense to me. I act yeah. like a soldier in a foxhole. Yeah, what does you, that mean? You never, I'm not gonna act like anything. 
You'll be unconscious. It, it really doesn't matter. What None I'm saying it. before they give you the knockout juice or whatever, just act like you're a, a soldier in a foxhole. You know, like you just lay on your stomach. That's what I'm hearing. You just, you know, think thoughts. That's everything except what the colonoscopy is. Relax. They can give you the relaxed juice, I guess. And okay. then you just act all like right. you're a soldier in the foxhole. And then when you wake up, it's all over and done with. That's what I'm All heard. right. So, yeah. we, we can talk about it. Soldier in the foxhole. What the fuck is that even? <laughs> That's what I. That's what I heard from people that got it done. Maybe they was. Maybe they was married. Chief, Chief Betty, That's that's why like black men can't can't get no advice from each other. I know. That doesn't make no goddamn sense. Clearly, a man can't. You, you see how men talk. You see how men talk. At least, <laughs> at least one of those people was in the military. So I mean whatever you need to do to get your mind off of it, I guess. So when I, when I have mine, I will let y'all know. And then uh, we'll take things uh, from there. You're late. Uh, well, you I'll be on time when late. I get there and it'll be soon. <laughs> you know well, now I'm going to ask you about it every week until you do it. You two are going to be asking me every week. All right. I get yep. it. When it will be scheduled and done. So no problem at mm -hmm. all. No problem at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I got bigger things to worry about. It has changed uh, to May now, and um, the calendar has turned. Um, checking in from our last broadcast, the neighbor who uh, shielded me from their child um, that was uh, running towards me and approaching me, I found out that the neighbor that, is brown. That's not such a child. The neighbor is brown, so I'm not sure what uh, is the neighbor black. That is the question. Not I, brown. I really could not tell by looking at them. I'm going to just tell you this, that whole people of color shit, some of those motherfuckers are just as racist as these white people running around here. And we all know why. So that's why I'm asking if they're black, because that makes a difference. We yes. all know people just don't want to say it. But today I'm going to say it. You know why? Because I'm not in a good fucking mood. But we'll oh, talk about that later. Okay. Okay. We, we're getting to that part. We're getting to that part. Also, I have a bird problem b-i-r-d okay so Dries, you've been um to the new casa de la bishop right so um you know there's like yep. tons of trees around here and stuff right and the trees are Beautiful. starting to you know get buds and leaves and all that stuff right apparently during the winter some birds have moved into a tree near my house that i cannot locate and these fucking birds start chirping and singing like 4, 4, 15, 4, 30 every morning. I mean, every morning without fail. Cold, warm, rain, sun, whatever. I went outside the house. They was chirping so loud the other day at 4, 30, 4, 45 in the morning. I'm trying to locate them. I cannot locate them. They are so loud. They sound like they are inside the house. Like I woke up in a stupor. And I'm looking for the birds inside the house. I went outside to where I thought they was at and they was not there. And then they moving around. So it's got to be a nest somewhere. They are loud as hell. So I have a bird problem. Dries, have you ever had a bird problem in or near your house? No, I've, I've been having the same problem um, as well. And especially like in the past couple of days. So it's something about like... Um, just the springtime and the birds, but I can I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. So I, I want you to try it too, and we're gonna see. You can download different apps that lets you record the bird sounds, and it'll identify the species of bird. 
So I'm gonna download the app. I want you to download it too. And we're gonna see if we get the same bird. And I'm also, I'm wondering what kind of bird it is. Cause it is like early in the morning. It's like kind of before the sun rises. And be like, wow, I thought they, you know, I'm used to hearing them once the sun is up, but this is like a good like hour, two hours sometimes before the sun, sun rises. And I wonder if we find out the species of bird, if we're able to um, maybe do something about it. Maybe not. It might be just this particular time of the um, year. And uh, but hopefully it doesn't keep happening. I don't understand what's going on. It's like, is these birds coming back from the after party at a club or something? And they, you know, went to IHOP or whatever. And then they coming back, like making all this noise. <laughs> they in the they damn just neighborhood. came back from the club. <laughs> I mean, clearly these are like around the clock birds because I thought you and Mrs. Bishop bought a damn, some damn birds. Cause I was like, what the hell is that damn bird chirping sound? How the many birds. of them? It's sound like it's a whole family of them. Man, they didn't, I don't know during the pandemic if they all moved into one bird condo or something like that, but they didn't taken over. So I, I don't know what's going on, but they loud as hell. Listen, we need to come up with an app so I can send people a slingshot and figure out where the nest is and get that damn nest out. Cause um, I don't know where this nest is, but that shit is loud as hell. Like, you know, people that remember the bird clock and um, they used to sell that on TV and every top of the hour, a different bird would make a sound. It sounds like the birds is right in the house. Well, I, you know, you know, your boy has been taking um, classes, um, nature classes. I've been taking nature classes and um, I, it gives me just enough information to be dangerous <laughs> where I make incorrect conclusions on it. So oh, I know birds have a thing called a home tree <laughs> where it's like different generations of birds will use that same tree over and over again and they'll come back to it, you know, to nest and to kind of oh, have young. So I wonder if you got a home tree. Damn. Say again, Chief Petty. Uh, too bad for y'all. Sound like y'all got some uh, long-term neighbors. Yeah, now I don't like the neighborhood cats, but how come these cats ain't on their job? Climb up that tree. Well, no, no birds were harmed in the taping of this podcast, and I'm just gonna leave it at that for them damn. Um, what's that called? The Audubon Society. Them people is damn terrorists disguised as bird lovers, but that's neither here nor there. So we'll see uh, what happens with this uh, with these birds. Also, um, I am a fan of uh, post work showers. Uh, people of our ilk have the phrase "get the day off me." It is great. I discovered these eucalyptus tablets that you put in the shower and it makes you feel like you want a spa. So I come home, take a post-work shower and uh, that eucalyptus hits you. You feel like a whole new person. And then you could like, you know, um, be uh, in great mood and spirits the rest of the day. So I highly recommend the eucalyptus. They call them shower tablets, I guess is what they are. So you just, you um, just drop them in the bottom of the shower. And then the, when the water hits it, the stuff kind of comes up. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's been awesome. Well, you know, you can buy the leaves at at Trader Joe's and hang them in your shower and do the same thing. Okay, I don't know. I never heard of the leaves, so I know that they uh, oh, yeah. have the eucalyptus drops at the spa. Yeah, it's a whole uh, thing. People yeah. are turning their showers and starting to look like a goddamn rainforest. I hear that. Wow. So, Shit, it's gonna be a I, I wonder what I wonder what other tablets you can make with different smells that you can drop in the shower. <laughs> they, have all, they have all kinds of stuff like, like that. I have I have a lot actually, okay. like different scents and stuff like that. It's it's kind wow. of nice. 
I wonder if they have like cheeseburger or like. Okay, sir, <laughs> time to move on to the Damn. next time. I was <laughs> going to say, I was going to say mothballs, which in certain parts of the world are called phenyl tablets, but I don't think you want to smell mothballs while you're in the shower. Um, actually, actually, a person that smells like mothballs smells like an old person, but that's neither here nor there. Also, I they got tablets that, that smell like a shower, like this is shower scented tablets. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. I mean, we, considering some people are walking amongst us that don't think it's necessary to shower every day, just getting those filthy motherfuckers into the shower is an accomplishment. Mm, so, mm, mm. I mean, also, maybe that would have priced them in there if it smelled. Nah, I was going to say something that was inappropriate. I'm not going to say it. Like stale tobacco? <laughs> I would, I would, that's not what I was going to say. I'll tell y'all later. Okay. Okay. And then um, finally, um, I talked to a doctor this week, um, a doctor of color. So, you know, I said like, get the day off you is one of our phrases. The other thing that we have is a cold in your back, right? Like cold in your back. So actually I thought that there was a hole in your coccyx bone, right? But there actually is not a hole in the coccyx coccyx bone. Sorry. I always mess that word up. Y'all know that. There's no hole in your coccyx bone. And I'm like, how does the cold air get into your lower trunk and give you, quote unquote, cold in your back? So I was told that none of those systems are connected, like not your butt cheeks, not your tailbone, your back. None of that's all connected. So the deal is, is that it's really like a muscular cramp that takes place and can be like a temporary, like a lack of uh, circulation, like you sit too long or you lay too long those types of things. So either a hot shower, a heating pad, or like an icy hot patch are the things that can, and movement obviously, are things that can relieve that. But cold in your back has absolutely nothing to do with the atmospheric uh, conditions, et cetera. It's about movement, um, it's sitting in a position too long, those types of things. So that is how a person gets cold in their back. Uh, Dries, have you ever had cold in your back? Uh, yeah, I had a lot of stuff in my back and it's like, you know, it's being where it's like, you know, when you go to bend down or pick something up or even just like walk sometimes, it's been tough. And um, once you get like back pain like that, man, it is like, it's nothing like it. You be like, oh my God, like, what is this thing? And you'll try anything to get rid of it. So like, that's, that's the thing with back pain. And no, I don't, you said there's no holes in your coccyx bone. No, I thought it was a hole that would like connect your little your leg joint to the other part of your body. Like what what connects your legs to your body? Is it just muscles? Your your hip? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Ain't no hole for the hip bone. No, there's no hole. The other thing is that I thought people got cold in their back by sitting on wet, damp concrete or like steel bleachers, you know, metal bleachers at like a sporting event or something like that. What the hell are y'all even talking about? That's this is science, T. Patty. This is this science. Is None. Y'all sound crazy. This is why I asked the doctor about it, but she's like, the systems are all enclosed. Like cold air doesn't go up through your rectum or your anus and then get to your back. It's a cramp in your back. And um, that it's like a lack of movement. So I just, I just, I'm just debunking the myths. So there is no such thing as cold in your back. It's been verified by a doctor, a medical physician, and I learned uh, a lot this week. So stop blaming damp, cold concrete and cold metal bleachers for people having cold in their back. You listen I mean, to the- who is doing that besides y'all though? I mean, <laughs> <Nobody>. <laughs> I, you know- That's half the population, T-Patty, men. 
<laughs> they also people also say like uh, if a fan is on, you know, or air conditioning, they'll give them cold in the back. Have you ever heard of that, Drees? Yes, I've heard of that. I okay. heard a cold in the back. I knew exactly what you meant. Okay. And I still, even though the doctor told you something different, I don't know. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to investigate it. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to debunk, you know, myths that's been told by generations or generations. So, you know, but I, I believe it. So movement, hot shower, uh, an icy hot patch, and um, a heating pad will get rid of cold in your back. You're listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast, episode 87, Digital Gumbo Podcast. We're all about news, current events, race, culture, and politics, but a lot of laughs in between. Get uh, our full library of episodes. Uh, available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcast. Download, follow, rate, and review today. Download, follow, rate, and review today. Drees, we're going to go ahead and clear out the uh, paint for T. Petty. Uh, earlier this week, a draft of the Supreme Court's decision on Roe versus mm. Wade leaked to the New York Times. And in it, it uh, sounds like that they're going to strike down Roe versus Wade. Uh, what the Supreme Court said that it was just a draft and that the final uh, sort of ruling on this is premature. T. Petty, uh, people didn't uh, take kindly to the draft. Uh, a lot of protests that's going on. Give me your perspective on this as, um, you know, our our uh, first lady of the Digital Gumbo podcast as far as Roe uh, Ro v. Wade, the um, draft, um, you know, decision, uh, et cetera. I got a lot to say about this shit. Where do I even fucking begin? Let me start here. I just want to say to everybody who said we were overreacting about the 2016 election and saying that the Supreme Court was the issue that we should have been voting on. Y'all told us we were overreacting, that Roe v. Wade was settled precedent, that Trump was pro-choice. Let me say this from the bottom of my heart. Fuck all of y'all. Fuck you, your raggedy ass kids, your parents, your entire progeny. Because we told you motherfuckers and y'all blew us off. And the motherfuckers in particular that I'm talking about are the 47% of white bitches that voted for him in 2016 and the 55% who did it in 2020. I don't want to hear any white women talking to me about solidarity and allies and coming to a protest and now they're crying and all outrage. Fuck y'all, because when it comes down to it, the vast majority of white women vote against, not vote against, they vote, uh, they put their interests of their race ahead of anything else. And you can argue with your mammy about it if you want to. I don't give a single solitary chicken fried fuck because I'm right. So go and talk to your fellow white women and get those hoes together. Because of them, this is what is happening today. The GOP's plan to eradicate abortion rights. They have been plotting and planning against this for decades. They have been broadcasting it. They have made no bones about it. And now everybody wants to be all in outrage when we were the ones telling you for years that this is what these motherfuckers wanted to do. So those are my two first fuck yous to them. Mm. Now to the Supreme Court and this leaked opinion, which is horrendous. But if you read it and if you follow legal people on Twitter, 
the way that it's worded, it's clear that this is just the first in a line of dominoes about people's rights in this country. So as we all know, the Voting Rights Act was vote was gutted in 2013. Thanks, John Roberts, you asshole. So that was gutted. And immediately after that was gutted, you saw the voting rights restrictions being implemented all over the states that had previously been under that article of the Voting Rights Act, right? So that happened. You steady seeing increase in voter suppression, et cetera. Now you see this continued assault on women's reproductive rights, gay rights, so gay marriage, that's on the table, interracial marriage on the fucking table, further assaults on voting rights, all that shit is on the table, including for sterility and um there's another decision that was decided, oh God, back in the 20s, because they used to um, do what's called a Mississippi appendectomy. Y'all, Fannie Lou Hamer had one where they told her she was getting an appendectomy and she got a hysterectomy instead. That hmm. shit used to be legal. And if you think they're not coming after all of that shit, think again, because now they have a 6-3 majority those motherfuckers are nuts. What we call um, extremists in other countries, they're right here. The Christian right, I wish y'all could see me doing air quotes. Those motherfuckers are nothing but theocrats and they are dangerous and they have been, but nobody wants to fucking listen to black women. So here the fuck we are. So this is an assault on women in particular, black and brown women, more so because we are the ones who bear the brunt of horrible fucked up ass decisions like this. So not only is there misogyny underlying this because these fools just want to control women, there's the added layer of racism. So as we all know, we have worse outcomes when it comes to healthcare anyway. So removing the ability of a very important aspect of reproductive health and if you don't believe what I'm saying, abortion is reproductive health. And you can go argue with somebody else about that shit because I'm not going to. Without abortion, people die without legal and safe access to abortion. What is the treatment for an ectopic pregnancy in abortion? What is the treatment for someone who miscarries and the, and the embryo or the fetus does not naturally expel from the uterus in abortion? Without it, people get sepsis, infections, and they fucking die, period. This is about people's life, health, and strength. And fuck anybody who feels differently. I don't give a fuck what you think about abortion at all. I am telling you that this is an assault on not just reproductive rights because they're not stopping there, but any other fundamental right that we hold dear, those of us who are not white, straight, so-called Christian males. I am so angry about this, as y'all can tell. Like, I am pissed, pissed. My daughter, who is of childbearing age, will potentially have less rights to determine her reproductive health than I did. The first time in a generation that that has happened. And I just, ugh. And those of us who live in the District of Columbia, those who are not aware, uh, 
Congress can decide our fucking laws. So those motherfuckers, those people that are talking about a, a nationwide ban on abortion in Washington, D.C., they could determine that people, women that live in the district, people that can give birth in the district cannot get an abortion. This is some utter bullshit. And I am almost inarticulate with like rage. I am so mad. So mad. Mm. Okay. Mm. I think that was like a five minute rant. I am mad than a now, motherfucker. T Petty, I'm gonna jump in. I ain't gonna wait for Nook, Nook to pass it to me because I'm I'm pissed too. And 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 men should be just as pissed as women, like on, on this this issue. Cause it's about it's fundamentally about like our rights. And this in this case is reproductive rights uh, for, for women, but it's rights um for everybody. And I think the thing that you said that's that's really important that this is just a beginning. Like that leaked um, that leaked document really showed that it were planting cornerstones to attack other fundamental rights. Like that's you know it's it's not only just bad because they're repealing reproductive rights for women, but they're using it as a foundation to repeal other rights that are established as well. And um, if you were to flip this on its head and say, what if it was about men and men's reproductive like rights? Um, this brother, I think we all had a chance to, to meet him. He's a representative in, in uh, Pennsylvania, Chris Rabb. Um, in 2021, this brother um, introduced um, some legislation. It was kind of as satire, but he said like, for all men, if you've had like your third kid, then you have to get a vasectomy, right? Like that was the legislation. And if you didn't get a vasectomy, it was like a $10,000 fine. And you know what? People exploded about that. And it's like, oh my God, how dare you? Like, you know, take away like the rights and tell men what to do. And they, and they went on and on about it, right? So he introduced this legislation to start that conversation around that, like what if we, if we was doing to men what we're doing to women when it comes to reproductive rights? And so it's, it is just, everybody should be outraged with this. Um, you know, the other thing I wanna say about this too is that I, I hate to say this, and I know you fall into that trap of like, you know, the Democrats, like they suck. But, you know, you try to like vote for one because like, like what is the alternative? There's really no alternative to that. But T-Petty, when you listed out like voting rights, they done let go and slip and slide and they ain't did nothing about it. Now Roe v. Wade and reproductive rights is in danger and all these other fundamental rights, like, you know, same sex marriage, other things are on the table now. Like we should be really looking at them. It's like, okay, what is y'all doing for real? You know, so this is a wake up call for everybody. And um, like you said, we can't pretend like this is not happening. We can't hide our um, heads under, under the sand on this one. Like you gotta speak out and you gotta work, you know, cause those rights aren't, you know, they're not guaranteed, especially with you got a Supreme Court now that is swinging the other way. So T-Petty, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it's a crazy story uh, all the way around. Uh both of y'all made uh, excellent points. My thing was, I don't ever remember, and I know that we're in an electronic age, people scan documents, PDFs, the whole nine yards, right? 
how the hell does a draft, quote unquote, opinion of this leak to whomever, but especially the New York Times and it gets and this gets out. It almost makes me think, A, that it's not a draft, which ultimately may turn out to be, but B, also like, where's the security on the scanner or whatever this is in terms of, um, you know, people leaking this and is this a leak on purpose? I'll take either uh, of your opinions on that. So, you know, I, go ahead, team. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. And I just want to say, like, I, like y'all know, I mentioned this before. Nina Totenberg is my girl. <laughs> she, 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 that's how I get my news on the Supreme Court. I've been getting it from Nina Totenberg for like years, and um, and she even said this. She said like leaks for the Supreme Court are rare. I'm talking about rare, rare, rare. Like, there's been leaks before about like justices changing a opinions on different stuff but like to have a document this was like 90 pages 100 pages i don't know how many pages like this document leak that is like super rare and so nook you're right like part of it i would i i hope it was somebody who was just as appalled as we are and say i gotta let people know about this because this is something that's gonna fundamentally change this country and i gotta get it out there i hope that's where it came from um, the other possible, you know, scenario is like, are they just like prepping the, the public for this decision that's going to be made, right? And they're like leaking, they're like leaking now, like to get some of the energy out and the frustration around it. And so when it take effect, it'll be like less likely or something. So it, it's, it's just a crazy time right now. Keith Petty, I'll give you one more lap on this, on this uh, leak. Um, this is just crazy. So to be clear, I don't give a fuck that it leaked, honestly. And it is a it's been verified. John Roberts verified that it it is the draft opinion, trying to emphasize that it's a draft, and he's asked the FBI to open an investigation into the leak. They're gonna find who did it. The people that have access to it, Supreme Court clerks, etc., is a very limited group of people. Um it was written in February. I believe, if, and the decision is uh, due to come out in June. Um, but I don't want people people to be distracted by the leak. Like, who gives a fuck? I, I honestly don't. I don't give a fuck. Um, don't be distracted by the leak when what we're talking about is what was leaked. That's what's important. I don't give a fuck how it got out. I honestly don't. And it was whoever they sent it to, Politico, New York Times. I believe it was Politico, because if it was the New York Times, those bitches would have sat on it until it was time for one of those fuck-ass reporters to release a book. So um, I don't care that it was leaked. And I don't want people getting distracted by that. You worrying about that, but you're not worried. You haven't opened up an investigation into Clarence Thomas and his bitch-ass wife plotting open sedition against the United States. T-Bay, I'm glad you said that, because that's the other thing. I was like, we forgot that Clarence Thomas. I haven't forgotten that, and I don't give a fuck about it. You ain't worried about Brett Kavanaugh, who paid off his fucking debts ahead of the Supreme Court, his nomination to the Supreme Court. So I don't give a shit about it being leaked at all. Let's talk about the erosion of our rights with these fucking radical ass Christian right federalist judges who are on the Supreme Court for lifetime appointments. Again, what we warned about in 2016, Trump got three fucking nominees on the Supreme Court, three. 
that has changed the direction of this of the Supreme Court and the decisions that they make will impact us long after we're all dead for decades. And, and nobody can argue that, right? Like, T-Pain, you're right. It was, it was at the beginning, it's like, oh, no, it's not, you know, it's not going to change the court. Like, you know, it's starry decisis and blah, 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 blah. But it's happening. It's, it's happening. happening. And Susan Collins, one of the most useless women in, in this modern era, was like, well, if this is true, then Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Bears, their answers that they gave to me during the hearings were inconsistent. No shit, bitch. You, you know that. She is a raggedy ass useless bitch. Useless. Yes, I'm calling another woman bitch because fuck her. Fuck Amy Coney Barrett. Fuck all you bitches who voted for Trump and who support this kind of bullshit because you think your whiteness is going to protect you from misogyny. Guess what? It doesn't. And when you find out that it doesn't, do not come crying to black women like you always do to fix some shit. Fuck y'all. Y'all are on your own. Don't ask me for shit. Well said. Well said. So, uh, yeah, the full uh, opinion is uh, expected to come out next month. And uh, as always, we'll keep our eye on that. See how this goes down and we'll report back uh, what we uh, observe and see. But a uh, lot of lot of moving parts uh, to this story. A lot of moving parts to this story. You listen I to say, I want to say a couple more things. Go ahead. So for now, abortion is still legal in this country, although that may be a name only in several states. So if you have a procedure scheduled, go on and get your procedure. If you need to have Plan B or other drugs that will allow you to have a medical abortion, please do that. Continue to do that. Um, contribute to organizations that are supporting reproductive health for women. Um, if you can, donate to those organizations, volunteer. Uh, there are a lot of scared women in this country right now. Um, as they should be, and keep your eye on what your local states are doing. There are 26 states that have trigger laws where if Roe is overturned, then abortion will become illegal in those states immediately. So there are other states who are taking steps to, um, A, preserve the right to an abortion in their own states, as well as help provide protection to women who are traveling to those states to receive an abortion. Connecticut comes to mind, where they will not only um, help facilitate you getting there, but they will not release your information to states that are trying to punish you for managing your own reproductive health. So keep an eye on the news, keep your head on a swivel. Midterms are coming up. So be outraged, but vote. Protest if you want to with those bitches, but vote. Donate money if you can, but also vote. This is one of the most important midterms in our lifetime. Yeah, too bad. And I, I, I'm hoping too that, you know, because I was so worried like going into the midterms. I'm still worried going into the midterms, but yeah. I'm hoping this at, at least helps it energize you know folks to get out and want to vote you know and saying that this is something that matters and hopefully folks can see it but i, I just worry 
that like we're gonna this is gonna slip too midterms is gonna slip but now's the time if you're gonna if you're gonna do something and get in the fight and make sure you're securing rights like now is the time to do it it ain't no waiting it ain't no i'll do it later it's like right now agreed and democrats you motherfuckers do have power you hold both chambers of Congress and the presidency. I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for, but y'all can go in and federally protect abortion. There's a, there isn't a federal law for abortion. This is the, it was a Supreme Court decision. Codify Roe. Get in there, eliminate that yep. goddamn filibuster. Yeah. And codify Roe. Now is the fucking time. Roe voters rights student loan debt do all of that shit because if the republicans get power they will they're gonna run rough shots they will make sure that democrats don't get back in power for years because we see they don't give a fuck about cheating lying stealing and anything else so now is the time there is no other time now is the time joseph kamala nancy chuck what the fuck are y'all doing besides making proclamations and sending out requests for donations to the hey, I, I, I tell you this right now. I'm going to say this on the Digital Gumbo podcast. Like, Joe Biden is on his way out of the White House. With all this happening, look, he got inflation coming up. He ain't do nothing on voting rights. He, 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 he lost Roe v. Wade on his watch. You you kidding me? You think people just gonna let that slide? I I, I don't see. It. They gotta do something, T. Patty. They gotta yeah, do something. He about to be the one term wonder. And then we'll be even worse off. I know that's the scary part about it, right? Like you you know it's a nightmare scenario. But I'm saying like you don't you don't survive inflation and then absolutely lose all the fundamental rights and then get to keep the White House, I just don't see that happening. Even though I want you to be there, I don't see that happening. What he needs to do is really come to grips with the fact that the politics that was 30 and 40 years ago, that shit is dead, Joe. It's, it's time yep. to- It's a new game. Use the bully pulpit of the presidency and get some shit cracking, period. Gotcha, there we go. There we go. Well said uh, by the both of you. We're gonna woosaw off of that. And uh, move on to some other topics. You're listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. This is episode 87. Digital Gumbo Podcast is a podcast all about news, current events, race, culture, and politics. I think we hit all five of those cornerstones uh, on uh, that topic. And um, we uh, have a lot of laughs in between. We're getting to, to some stories that uh, may evoke some laughter in a few minutes. Remember, we're available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Download, follow, rate, and review today. Drees, we're going to uh, keep it uh, in Washington. Another week, another um, White House-related dinner, and another super spreader. The White House, uh, White House Correspondents Dinner happened over the weekend, and several members of the press are now testing positive, even though they had to be vaxxed, I believe boosted, have a negative COVID test 24 hours before the White House dinner and use an app to prove all of those things. A couple of, uh, actually quite a few members of the press coming up uh, COVID positive 
after the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Discuss this, Drees. All right, I'm going to drop it like this, because I heard they invited my boy Fauci to the Correspondents' Dinner. It's like, Fauci, won't you come on and come over to, to, the, to the Correspondents' Dinner? And Fauci's like, no, I ain't going. And Fauci even said, I heard him say this out of his mouth. He's like, look, I'm an 81-year-old man. I ain't coming to that. That like that, that's a big event. All these people. And when you got the top infectious disease person in the United States that's been steady, that's been holding it down, that's been working us through this pandemic, say, I ain't coming to your event. And then you just gonna be like, oh well, I guess he won't come. We'll just go ahead and do what we're gonna do, and you see what happened. So that 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 should tell you right there. We are not out the woods with this thing, right? And I can tell you, even from like just personal experience in um, the spaces that I'm in, you know, I'm always masked up, but you got people popping up positive for COVID like crazy now. Like it was in a lull, but it's jumping back up. So we just got to be aware. You got to stay masked up. You can't go to big events yet because we back in the little surge. They ain't said that. But I feel it because they ain't they ain't tracking the numbers like they used to. But we in a surge. I second that. I second that. Uh, T. Petty, you know, uh, your boy has not had his uh, annual uh, Kentucky Derby party in the last three years. Try to set something up, but now is not the right time. So I had to go ahead and cancel that. Also on the Washington side of things, a couple of weeks ago, they had the Marine Corps band, the Gridiron Dinner, and uh, people tested positive, And that was also branded a super spreader event. So uh, sounds like history repeating itself as far as these White House branded dinners are concerned. Anybody going to any event with people they do not live with in an enclosed space and they don't wear a mask is a goddamn fool, period. Because even with the being vaccinated, being boosted, having a negative COVID test, like you can still transmit the virus, obviously. And I don't know why people are acting like because they want to be done with COVID, that COVID is done with us. It is absolutely not. And so your girl will be wearing masks regardless on public transportation. Like I was on a plane, a couple of planes in the last few days. How many people were wearing masks? Very few. In an airport, very few. In some states, wearing a mask in like a cab or a Lyft or an Uber is optional. The fuck. There is no way in hell you're going to catch me in any enclosed space or even an open one around a bunch of strangers without a mask on because I value my lung capacity. So if other people don't and they get the Rona, my sympathy levels are limited because y'all know better. They're like reporters, they have access to all kinds of information. Politicians have greater levels of access than we do. And if the head, Dr. Fauci says he ain't going, then why, what are we doing people? But they were in there uh, giggling, skinning and grinning and laughing all in each other's faces, no social distancing and <laughs> miracle people got the Rona and it's a super spreader event. Like what the fuck did they think was gonna happen? Stupid. Mm -hmm.
My two takeaways uh, from that is uh, one, uh, good to see uh, Vice President Kamala Harris back in action after she tested positive. She's uh, back uh, and good to go in the fold. Also, uh, Noah, um, God, I cannot think. And, and no, that, Trevor that, Noah, that should, sorry. That should, that should tell you right there, the Vice President, right? And, and you know she was vaccinated, right? She got the best health care. She, she getting all the whatever, the boosters, the whatever she can get. And she got it. That should tell you this joke is still out there. Still out there. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Trevor Noah, he was uh, hosting the uh, White, Horse, White House Correspondents' Dinner. He uh, said that things was up. He said uh, gas prices was up. He said rent prices was up. He said the price of groceries was up. He said things is looking up. So uh, that was some funny shit that he had there. But um, <laughs> we'll see uh, how many... Uh, other folks to uh, test positive on the coronavirus. But uh, yeah, these crowds indoors uh, unmasked, uh, definitely not uh, a good look at this point. Um, T. Petty, so, you know, when we think of war, right? Like, um, you know, it's like dangerous, you know, anything could happen at any given time, but it's like this continuing revolving door, like people making like these fucking love boat guest star appearances over in Ukraine. Before it was like uh, Boris Johnson, right? From uh, from England, the prime minister over there. Uh, last hey, he week. was over there? Yeah, he was over there. He went over there. He went over there looking all crazy. He just showed up out of nowhere like a trapdoor. You know, at the concerts, when the artists come up on out of the goddamn stage from the bottom, he's like, ha-ha, surprise. He walking Look with, at a um, hot mess. <laughs> man, his hair always be messed up. He was uh, over there with Zelensky, you know, walking and talking and, you know, pledging support or whatever. Uh, last week, Nancy Pelosi shows up out of the blue, and she's over there talking to Zelensky. Like, what the hell? This is a war, and these people... She had just- an entourage, too, like it was a photo out. She did have an entourage. Well, She's they out there. showing up out of the blue. Like, these are all planned delegations. And there are diplomatic reasons for going. Obviously, they knew she was coming. Like, she ain't just catch a commercial flight over there and show up. So, I get why. I don't, it wouldn't be me going over there because the Russians don't give a fuck who they bomb. Exactly, But um, it's also a way for Zelensky to show face as well and show that he has the support of the Western nations. Um, I, I get it. It's all like showmanship and all that. And, Theater and, and all that. I get it. It's all part of politics. I, it's crazy to me, but I get yeah. it. I get why they're doing it. Yeah. Now, Boris yeah. Johnson wouldn't be the motherfucker I would want to show up, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it. And I get that I mean, they're all planned, but they just coming up. They just, I'm like, who's next? I mean, you know, it's like, like every week is somebody new uh, coming up. So, um, but yeah, I get it that they're planned, but just people out of nowhere. Well, they're not out of nowhere, but, you know, um, just a revolving door of uh, people and officials that are continuing to uh, make um, appearances over in Ukraine. Um, Dries, our defense secretary also went over there. His name is Anthony Blinken. Do you want your defense secretary to be named Blinken, seeing, seeing as though you do want you do not want to blink in war? <laughs> I, I, I'll give a pass on that. That's that's just his name. But like you know, Anthony Blinken, man, it's like you know, I, I want to say this. I think even just like the role of defense secretary, like in this day, you'd be like, what 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 is you doing? Like, what is your job actually? Right, like, what is that, right? I guess it's like the lead diplomatic 
person when it comes to defense. Like I, I couldn't tell you what the defense secretary does, right? Like um, I, I guess I need to look that up, but really I don't know. Like people mention his name all the time, but it's like, what is the purpose of this role? And like, what does it serve? And um, I don't see that it's like really being that useful to Ukraine at the moment. Cause they saying like, we need some weapons and they tell the defense secretary that, and he's like, uh, we can't give them to you. We can't give you no planes. We can't give you nothing. So I, I don't know what that role is really for. He's like the CEO uh, of the uh, armed forces uh, for the most part. I mean, I know it's deeper than that, but you know, um, you know, uh, like the president is the commander in chief, but he's like sort of like the COO, I guess, of uh, armed forces. So uh, I'm sure it's deeper than that. And people will give me a more scholarly, educational, you know, sort of definition of it. But that's how I understand it to be that the defense secretary is the COO uh, of the armed forces. So, um, yeah, well, again, see uh, who uh, shows up uh, this week or next week uh, in Ukraine. That, that sounds like he, he don't do nothing. That sounds like, sound like a bunch of nothing. <laughs> It's Sir. like what? It's like what is she doing? <laughs> well, I always see the books. I I look at the books. Now, one of the things that I saw on a story is they got something called a switchblade, right? This is some bad shit. So it looks like it's like a tube, right? And you launch the tube, but inside the tube is a drone with a bomb in it, right? So when it comes out of the tube like the uh, wings collapse but when it comes out of the tube and approaches the target the wings come out it's silent you can't hear it and it's like a jellyfish like once you stung you done like once it's on you boom they take out a tank or whatever they need to take out and uh, they have thousands of these that they are shipping over to ukraine so maybe um you know defense secretary is in charge of these uh um, switchblade uh, bombs or drones or whatever but um yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that was a fascinating story that I saw. And uh, if you get a chance, just Google it. Switchblade bomb. I think it was on sixty minutes. Absolutely, positively uh, fascinating. Fascinating. Um, Drees, let me see what's going on. Wait, here. wait, wait. Go ahead. I got go ahead, T. So since you brought up Ukraine and Russia, um, Brittany Griner's designation has changed here within the United States. So they have determined that the State Department as she has been unlawfully detained, which opens up some other rights as far as getting her back. It opens up negotiations and stuff like that. So uh, we would be remiss if we did not point that out. She has now been in custody in Russia wrongfully for close to 80 days at this point. Haven't seen any pictures of her. That's three months, um, almost three months. Yeah. We haven't seen any pictures of her since right after the news broke that it happened, which was several weeks after she had already been locked up. That picture was- And, and T. Petty, when they say like, they saw her and she was doing good, I'm like, she ain't doing good. Don't say that. Don't I mean, say that. Who said it? Said She's not doing her. good. Who saw her? Yeah, they said, the U.S. said like they, um, they negotiated something to see her, you know, like, cause they moved her thing from like being, um, you know, somebody that was detained to actually a hostage status. So she didn't like hostage status now. Because they say not, she was illegally detained. Status. She's wrong. Well, illegally detained or whatever they call it. But so, I was like. Who, who saw her? Somebody in the United States government saw her? That's that's what they say. When they say that, t Patty, I don't know if they really see her. They, they, they said, I forgot the phrase that they use. 
that she was verified to be in, in good condition or something, something like that, meaning like somebody somewhere either had eyes on her or either had a, the ability to speak with her. I just said, just because you had the ability to speak with her, you know, they tell you like, look, this is what you're going to say. This is what you're going to do. And that's it. And you're going to say that thing because you was a captain, right? So you can't say that she's all right and she's doing okay because you heard from her or whatever you did from that particular vantage point. So I was like, I don't want us to get confused that she's doing fine and that she okay. Yeah, well, fine is, I fine hope is that, nice. uh, yeah, I, I, I do hope that with this change in designation, we'll start to see some movement on that and she comes back home uh, quickly because yeah, I'm, change... I'm scared for her. Yeah, no, exactly. We talked about this on episode 86 and um, fine, that's one of the worst uh, words in the human language. That's one. But um, two, you know, this uh, change in status has sort of spurred some action. You know, we didn't hear WNBA and other organizations, um, you know, sort of speak out uh, or use their voice, uh, you know, prior to the change in designation. Also, um, again, just like with the uh, Black Lives Matter during the bubble in the NBA uh, in 2020, they're going to put Brittany Griner's initials, um, you know, on the courts um, for the WNBA season. Not a real fan of that. That really doesn't do much. I understand that it can draw awareness, but it's really, you know, um, the behind the scenes work. And, you know, maybe that'll come to pass with the WNBA um, and others working to free Brittany Griner. But um, um, as you say, uh, T. Petty, that's just uh, theatrics and performative stuff and really doesn't help uh, Brittany Griner in any way, shape or form. So, yeah, um, I suppose they're raising awareness or something, but it's a symbolic gesture and I'm not real big on symbolic gestures these days. Not that the WNBA can do much to bring her back home, but um, I know that they are in talks with the administration constantly about the status of, you know, the negotiations and things. So I'm just really hoping that she is back home soon. Yeah, yeah. T. Petty, Joe Biden, he has had lunch on separate occasions with two former presidents, Barack Obama and Bill Clinton. Um Talk to me what he might talk to them about. What do you think were the subjects of this uh, lunchtime conversation? Um, probably getting advice on some stuff. Like, I mean, both of them, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama had some very hostile uh, <laughs> Congress that they were dealing with. Bill for reason some of that shit he was his own fault like not being able to kiss, keep his dick in his pants um and barack obama well he just happened to be a negro so probably getting some advice and talking to people some of the very few people in the world who know exactly what he's going through so there's definitely some solace in being able to talk to people who can relate to your particular struggles so i'm sure he's doing that and probably just getting some laughs in because that job is some bullshit. They don't get paid enough money for all the aggravation they have to go through. And if you notice, everybody that enters the White House, they come out looking much, much older than when they went in. That job is stressful as fuck. And I really don't know why anybody wants it. So mm. I'm sure it's a mixture of advice, a little bit of humor, and just relating to people who 
who've been walked in your shoes. Yeah, yeah. Drees, Uncle Joe has lunch with Barack Obama and Bill Clinton on separate occasions. One, cocktails or no cocktails. Two, uh, what did they have for lunch? And three, what did they talk about? All right, so I'm I'm willing to bet they had some strong drinks day. I tell me it was it was probably like just straight no chase or whatever it was, probably whiskey of their choice or whatever. And um, you know, I I can tell you what they was talking about. Joe was like, "How did y'all get a second term?" Because he is like he about to lose his second term, literally. Like um, you know, we think about this like he is besieged in a way. That um, I think Clinton was like he Clinton was kind of rocky too, but he had a great economy behind him, right? Like the economy was doing gangbusters, and then Barack he just had a a, a a crappy like economy, and he had to like bring it back from the brink, you know. He had to like breathe life back into it. But Joe, um, you know, he he inherited an economy that was like shaky because of like COVID. And he was able to do a massive, like, kind of relief, you know, fund for the rescue act. But then inflation, like, went bananas. So he's probably, like, talking about that. And then, like I said, he's losing a lot of fundamental rights on his watch. So I'm pretty sure he's talking about that. I, I, I can't imagine, like, Dave didn't talk about the Supreme Court and what to do about that and how to approach that. Uh, so they, I think it was like some serious conversation because this is a very serious time. And as far as what they ate, I don't think they had time to eat. I think they just drank <laughs> and they talked. <laughs> okay. Three, uh, they have a liquid lunch, a liquid lunch. That's uh, that's not out of the question. Especially well, one uh, thing and, Joe can do. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nick. No, no, go ahead. I'm just saying a liquid lunch, uh, especially during these uh, days and times, is not out of the question and can be quite reasonable uh, as far as uh, that's concerned. What, what, go ahead, T. Petty. I want to talk about what I do for lunch these days because we can talk afterward about that. Okay. Is it, but is it like one thing? Tuna fish and crackers? Oh, okay. Uh, mind your business, sir. Okay. Uh, one thing the Democrats do not do enough of is actually touting their accomplishments. If you just objectively look at the things that his administration has accomplished in the midst of a fucked up economy, a global pandemic, and all the other issues, they have actually accomplished a lot. But do they do enough talking about what they do? No, they don't. They need to get better about messaging. They need a TikTok oh, account, T. Petty. If they had a TikTok account and put I all of them, they don't have one. Well, they need to use it better because I ain't see. I, your boy watch a lot of TikToks. I ain't seen no TikToks about their accomplishments. If they, I tell, if they get a TikTok account, they better hire a thirteen-year-old teen girl to run it. <laughs> ain't nobody better at TikTok than a thirteen-year-old. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have TikTok. I don't know that they don't have one, but they have every other form of social media. So, and put a funky beat on that shit. Talk about your accomplishments. Boom. Part forty-seven. What we did right. Bam. Pow. Boom. And you know. So and then you know get it from there. So put it on TikTok. Like um, yeah, I, I I would have a TikTok account, and we putting up new TikToks every day, every damn day. This is the Digital Gumbo Podcast, episode eighty-seven. We are talking about. News, current events, race, culture, and politics with a lot of laughs in between. We encourage you to download or 
you know, listen to our entire library of episodes uh, available on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, including your Rainforest-powered smart speaker and your Google Assistant device. Download, follow, listen to us, rate and review today. Download, follow, rate and review today. Drees, um, let's see here. The FDA, Food and Drug Administration, has announced their plan to ban menthol cigarettes. We talked about this previously when they first announced the plan. Is this something big, something small, or something in between? You know, this is something like in between, right? Because like we've known for so long, right? Like smoking is harmful for your health. It has all these like harmful side effects. We even knew that the tobacco company was putting nicotine in cigarettes to addict people so they would buy more products, right? Like we know that. We know the history of this product, right? And we know how bad it is uh, for people and for health. We put warnings on the, on the packages of cigarettes, but we still like letting it go because it's like money to be made. And so this is another attempt to say, all right, well, we want to try to reduce some of the harmful effects of it. So we're going to ban this one specific type, which is menthol cigarettes, which the reason why they're doing that is because it makes it, menthol is put into cigarettes to soothe your throat so it's not irritated from all the other addictive crap that they got in it, right? So it's meant to mask and make the cigarette be smooth and not irritate you so you can keep putting this, <laughs> this dangerous substance in your body, and they know that. And so they're saying like, well, you need to stop doing that. And so that's not in advance for me. That's why, that's just finally saying like, Okay, yeah, you should not let people disguise harmful stuff to addict people and then to kind of roll it back is like, eh, you know, you should have, like, that's not getting to the root causes of stuff. The other thing they say is like a lot of people of color and young people like menthol cigarettes. So they're, hope, they're hoping that banning menthol cigarettes will stop younger people and people of color from you know, you know, getting addicted um, to to nicotine and to you know cigarettes. So it's it's a half measure, right? Like um, it's a, it's a problem that we have over and over again. And what happens is the industry, the cigarette industry, tobacco industry, they just adapt, right? So like you know, now we have um, um, those like um, e-cigarettes, right? Where it's like, okay, you don't even need tobacco to get nicotine. We'll just give it through this electronic device, you know, right? And um, and so the industry will adapt to this. Menthol will be out, but they'll come up with something else. And so it's just a half measure. And I don't think it's going to last that long because the industry is going to adapt to it. Mm, mm, good points. Good point. T. Petty. The menthol cigarette ban, big deal, small deal, somewhere in between. And have you ever went to the store with a note to purchase cigarettes for a family member? Uh, so no. My mother stopped smoking well before I was born. And my father stopped when I was seven. Um, so he was getting his own cigs and uh, my mama did not play that. So 
Um, I mean, I had cousins and stuff where I walked to the store with them to go get a pack of cigarettes for some drunk ass uncle or something, but I never had to. Um, is it a big deal? You know, I don't really know much about cigarettes. I think the habit is fucking disgusting. It stinks. It makes everything around you stink. It makes your nails turn yellow. Your teeth turn yellow. It's not sexy at all. Like, uh, disgusting. So I actually learned today what the purpose of a menthol cigarette was. I did not know that. Um, but I don't mean, I don't know if it's a big deal or not. Like people have known for years that smoking causes cancer and will kill you and they still smoke. So I know this is probably bad to say, but my sympathies are very, very limited. Like, you know what the risks are and you start smoking anyway. That's like me feeling sorry for you because you smoke crack. Like, if you grew up when we did, you see what it does to people and you still going to try that shit, thinking it's going to turn out different for you. I mean, what mm. do I have to say about it? Not much. Mm. I know that's probably terrible. Like, I just, my sympathy meter is running fucking low right now. So Very low, very low today. It's not going to make a difference. If somebody is going to smoke, they're going to smoke. It don't matter what they put in it, obviously, or, or take out of it. Like, they want to smoke or they're addicted or whatever the fuck. So menthol or not, they're still going to smoke. Mm. T-Pain, you know, that, that's a good point. When you have an addicted substance and when you ban one type of that addicted substance, it's not like people's like, they ban menthols. I'm going to stop smoking, right? Like you gotta, you're just going to go to the next thing. So mm. they they hoping at this point, banning menthol is, they, they say like, we can't do nothing with the people who are addicted, who's smoking. They just hoping, hoping against hope that they don't introduce new people <laughs> to to the addiction through menthol. So that's that's how that's how bad it's gotten. It's like the best we can do is hope that we don't introduce no new people to this thing that millions of people is addicted to. So like let's try to ban menthol as a, like a, a a connector or a gateway there. And so that that is kind of crazy to think about that. What is menthol? Is menthol a plant or like a, how do you get menthol? I, I don't even know. Like what is, what is menthol? It is, I don't know if it's a, a compound or it's, it's probably, probably synthetic. Yeah, but, uh, it, I doubt that, that it is occurring naturally occurring that got turned into a synthetic. Yeah. Sorry, I doubt that it's naturally occurring. It's okay. something they developed, like Dre said, to stop people from choking to death on those other uh, hazardous substances that make up cigarettes. So okay. I just, I don't, I'm sure it's not naturally occurring though. Yeah, we need to check into that because I think of like mentholatum, right? And like bombs that like, um, you know, uh, our older family members would put on like when they would uh, get aches and pains and stuff. Sometimes like, is that naturally occurring? Or is that something that came up in the lab? Also- uh, Yeah, I, I would tell you a story about this, like a naturally occurring, like, so um, turpentine, right? Y'all know turpentine. Mm -hmm. So turpentine actually comes from a pine tree. So a pine tree, when it, when it is like damaged, right? It oozes out sap and turpentine. And it was a natural occurring su substance that kind of came out of pine trees. And people would use it for medicinal purposes, right? Like you could take turpentine from a pine tree and you can mix it with like animal fat, like bacon fat and stuff like that. And it was like a Vicks vapor rub, right? Like you can mix the 
the the turpentine and then the the bacon fat and you got like a homemade Vicks vapor rub you rub it on your chest and you inhale the vapors and stuff from it right but then it got turned into a synthetic compound right where it's like now we use it to strip pain and this thing and you know you want you wouldn't want it anywhere near you but like I think menthol is something like that right because you think about eucalyptus eucalyptus is something that's like naturally occurring mm-hmm. but like I'm pretty sure you got synthetic forms of that too hmm. uh, Google says here that menthol is a organic compound uh, organic substance um, it's like made from like peppermint oil and other mint oils and almost um, like a white crystalline waxy substance so I guess it is organic but once you put it in yeah, the they, cigarette they, they done synthesize that just like they do like with turpentine and other things like that's yeah. naturally occurring they say we ain't gonna get it from nature because it's too expensive we're gonna we're gonna synthesize it in the lab and we can call it menthol it might have some of the same chemical bonds but i don't yeah. know if it's naturally occurring at, at that point yeah yeah um <laughs> One, I have gone on hundreds of occasions to get packs and sometimes cartons of cigarettes for family members with a note until whenever they came out with that law that said you had to be 18 to buy tobacco. That's one. Two, they have Nicorest, N-I-C-O-R-E-S-T, I believe, which is a patch that you're supposed to put on to stop smoking. I wonder if they're going to come out with something called Nicorest, N-I-C-C-A-R-E-S-T, and it'd just be a menthol patch to try and get people to wean off of menthol cigarettes. I'm just curious. Just throwing it out there, not saying it's gonna happen. <laughs> well, you know, you know, Nicorette ain't nothing but a smaller dose of of, of nicotine. <laughs> it's like instead of giving you the big dose of the cigarette, we give you a tiny dose over time to stop the cravings. So it is, you know, it's not like it's uh, it's any healthier. It's just like we're gonna give you a tiny fix so you don't go get the big fix. I'm gonna get me some menthol scratch and sniff stickers and then just sell them to people for a dollar and see if it'll help them uh, wean off cigarettes since they're gonna stop this start this uh, menthol cigarette ban. But um, that's uh, that's something to think about. Drees, Dateline Hollywood, the Hollywood Bowl specifically, comedian Dave Chappelle attacked and tackled on stage during a comedy concert. Assess this. Wait, I hadn't heard this. So Dave Chappelle was doing a comedy special. Mm-hmm. Comedy and he got concert. tackled on stage. Yep. Man came out of the crowd, tackled him. Uh, security was way late. I think everybody on that security detail at the Hollywood Bowl needs to be fired. Dave Chappelle got tackled. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm officially going to coin this, if nobody else has coined this, the Will Smith effect. I'm just going to coin it that. It's the okay. Will Smith effect. It's like comedians now. Will Smith broke what is what is that called, Nuke? The third wall. Fourth I don't know wall. if you call it the third wall, the fourth wall, mm-hmm. the fourth wall. So Will Smith broke that fourth wall where the audience came out, walked on stage, interacted with the person on that stage, and then moved back with no seemingly no consequences to it. Right. Mm-hmm. So so I think he broke that fourth wall and other people are breaking it, too. And mm-hmm. right. And Dave was somebody, too, that was he was in a lot of controversy. Right. About the things he was saying, especially about the trans community. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and several other folks. Right. And so, like, if 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 Will Smith 
can break the fourth wall because Chris Rock talked about his wife and offended him, then why can't somebody break that fourth wall with Dave Chappelle if he's saying some jokes that they find offensive? So I'm, I'm going to coin this the Will Smith effect. The Will Smith effect. I don't Ten think four. that's that's fair. Like people have rushed the stages before. This is well before Will Smith. People have been doing that forever for various reasons to get publicity, to do harm to somebody. Like this shit has been happening forever. But if you looked at that Negro after security got a hold of him, and I agree they should be fired because he made it onto the stage and it actually a, tackled that man. It was like and 10 or 15 seconds before they did anything. Yeah. And then they chased him around. They need to get some tips from Beyonce's. Uh, Beyonce's mm -hmm. bodyguard Julia's because don't nobody get near her. He mm -hmm. don't play. Mm -hmm. Um, so if did y'all see pictures of that man's arms after they got a hold of him? I did not see no. the arms. What, what what okay? Describe the describe the man. Was he middle aged, young, he, big, he short, tall? Young, uh, he's a young guy, he's in his 20s. I don't know what the fuck he was trying to accomplish, but I'm gonna show you what his arms look like. Okay, I'm gonna send y'all this. <laughs> uh, so y'all can see this shit for yourself Damn. I would be discouraged from that shit because his arms mm, yeah that's, that's okay I'm gonna send it to y'all right now gotcha gotcha while we look at this picture T. Petty uh, lo and behold who was on the uh, comedy concert bill that night was uh, Chris Rock and after this all went down, Chris Rock came out and he uh, said, was that Will Smith? And everybody cracked the fuck up. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. He did hilarious. do that. And I admit that I did chuckle. That was kind of funny. That was some funny shit. That was some funny shit. So okay, y'all uh, yeah. look at what I just sent y'all. It's actually a video. So okay. the little um. Take a look at his arms. The little uh, hamsters that run my uh, wheel on my internet is not working properly today, but uh, we'll take a look. I I, mean, it was all in shadows, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, fella. Mm -mm. Surprise, his arm is not dangling out of his damn socket. Got all the Oh, my God. That's going to turn around right. backwards. Right. Oh, so, Jesus. so is that really going to encourage somebody to keep fucking around? No. His, mm -hmm. his arm is inverted. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. You ain't Will Smith, sir. So just sit your ass in the audience and watch the show. That whole damn security detail needs to be fired, though. That that was too late. That's too late. That was much too late. Like, after he tackled him, then he ran around on stage for several seconds before they finally got to him. Yeah. Yeah. So. No. Not good. Not good. Um, T. Patty shifting gears, our uh, favorite, and I'm saying favorite and quote, pillow sham salesman, Mike Lindell, banned again from Twitter. He was banned from Twitter for hawking poisonous flowers as a cure for COVID-19. He was banned for life for Twitter. He apparently opened up a new account last week and did some Jordan shit. His first tweet said, I'm back. Uh, Twitterverse said, oh, no, you don't. And three hours later, he was banned a second time from Twitter. <laughs> yeah i mean so hey that motherfucker is dumb this we know so with twitter if you get banned um and you come back and create another account then it's a permanent ban he wasn't permanently banned he could have come back 
but because he violated the ban and tried to get around it, now he's been permanently banned and it took all of three hours. So him and his raggedy ass hair piece are now permanently banned. So, I mean, I don't even know why he was on there anyway. He should have been on Truth Social with the rest of the of his ilk. So mm. going back over there and play with those dummies. Mm. But uh, even with Elon Musk dumbass trying to take this over, currently the Twitter people are like, nah, get that bullshit out of here. Mm, mm, mm. Dries, grand reopening, grand reclosing. Man, this, okay, this is the thing that get me, it, it get me about like people who, who, who have businesses, even like billionaires, like dude, you make pillows. They don't make you smarter than everybody. They don't mean people gotta listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you just make pillows. It's the same thing. I, I think the same thing about like cars, like Elon Musk, Musk, you just, you make cars, right? Like it, it ain't nothing special about you. Like you just making battery powered cars. And so people, you know, think that because they make some money doing something that that gives them a, a, like a license to kind of say whatever they want to say, or like somehow they're smarter. Or they know something better than somebody else it's like dude it's like you was banned from twitter for saying some crazy stuff and then you think you could just go make another account and it's like okay but you know what maybe that will be okay under elon musk now that i think about it like people might be doing stuff like that all the time now he's probably testing he probably saw what was happening with elon and it's like oh i can get on there now because ain't nobody gonna do nothing that's how he was thinking assuming that that purchase even goes through correct might hit a snag might hit a snag uh twitter brought to you by my pillow um they also sell sheets now i'm wondering if those sheets have fire retardant in them because they just might burst into flames and shit this guy is a shit he's a snake oil salesman and he's a funny looking dude but um we'll see uh what happens with that but yeah uh apparently bland now we'll see what happens if there's a sale and what the rules that, are. That, that's as, like the what was the other guy that was hanging with Trump? The guy that sell the bush beans or something? Yeah, 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 bush yeah, beans? Yeah. yeah I was yeah, like, yeah. dude, you sell beans? Like what? And I don't the dog get this is man. the damn star of the damn commercials. <laughs> yeah. mm, mm, mm. I got two quick hitter items for y'all, and I want y'all to uh, assess these and, and listen up uh, on these. There is something very serious going on around the country. It starts uh, every year about this time. It's a condition. And you might know some people uh, at your job that might have this condition as well. So as the weather uh, starts to get warmer, people come down with cases, sometimes multiple cases of what's called anal glaucoma. Dries, do you know what anal glaucoma is? Uh, something about your, your rear end and seeing. <laughs> No, like what is what is that? I don't know. Anal glaucoma is when people cannot see see themselves bringing their asses into work. It usually happens (laughs) when temperatures above 70 degrees, nice days, Fridays, days around holidays. There's a increase of anal glaucoma going on around the country. So be on the lookout for these people. Um, they hurt productivity. They don't attend meetings, and uh, they tend to blame <laughs> others for their failures because they didn't come to these meetings. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to call in with that one day. You know, anal, you know, I got that anal glaucoma. Anal glaucoma. <laughs> That's right. T. Betty, have you ever heard of anal glaucoma? 
I absolutely have not. And I also don't anticipate that being an issue because I don't, nobody has to go into my job. So. Okay. Okay. Well, for people that do have to, you know, show face yeah. or go in or whatever. Um, some people, yes. Yes. Some people are starting to have anal glaucoma. Also, I heard a commercial the other day, right? So it was for, you know, how people, they try and get you to come into places, especially it gets warmer, the whole nine yards. So it was a place that said they had milkshakes and they said they also had dairy-free milkshakes. Drees. Wait, that, okay, that's an oxymoron. Yeah, exactly. Dairy-free milkshakes. Can you have a dairy-free milkshake? And I understand almond milk and all that shit. It's not really milk. It's like a liquid substance made from said things. But there's, is there any way that you can have a milkshake without milk? No, no, you can't because even the dairy industry came out against like all these almond milks and 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 you know all this oat milk kind of stuff. It's like, look, that ain't real milk. They can't advertise themselves as milk because milk comes from like animals and whatnot. So even the dairy industry was up in arms about it. So technically you can't have it. So technically like almond milk is like nut juice. <laughs> they should rebrand it as nut juice. You want some of this nut juice? And like, you know, and our oh, oat juice. No. <laughs> that, that is. That's basically what it is. It's the juice from that. The juice is from not a successful rebranding campaign. <laughs> I know. Hmm. But that's what it is. So it's you cannot have I don't think dairy-free milkshake because milk is 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 technically dairy. So yeah, right, right. T. Petty, dairy-free milkshake, fake fallacy or a falsehood? Fake. Like I am not into calling shit what it's not. If there's no dairy in it, it's no milk. It's not a fucking milkshake. If it's not chicken, it's not chicken. If it's not bacon, it's not bacon. Like, listen, I think it's very weird for people to become vegan or vegetarian or whatever, and then turn around and make food that looks like the food that they claim they no longer eat. Like, that don't even make no goddamn sense to me. So mm. quit calling shit what it's not. If you, you want know, to drink a nut juice shake, then do that. <laughs> but it's not a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, today I have for the first time, they called it, and this is all marketing. Oh, it was it was mushroom jerky. Oh hell no. It was mushroom jerky. Mm -mm. And mm -mm. but you know, it was like it had the consistency of like if you ever had um sun-dried tomatoes, right? Mm -hmm. Sun-dried mm -hmm. tomatoes. That's how it was. It was just, but it was mushrooms, right? And they had whatever, you know, teriyaki flavor or, or, or salt and pepper flavoring but t patty is right like it's just it was really just smoked mushrooms mm -hmm. right they could say like won't you enjoy these delicious mushrooms that have been smoked but no they got to say this is mushroom jerky right mm -hmm. and so you like think about like beef jerky mm -hmm. and so yeah just call it what it is like i probably would have still tried it you say hey these are mushrooms that have been smoked over like a, a you know a smoldering wood fire with whatever hickory wood, it's like, oh, I want to try that. But you, you know, you had to say it's mushroom jerky, so I can think beef jerky. 
Mm-mm. See, there's already enough bacteria and food that we eat already that we're not aware of. Now, I'm not going on purpose and just fungi, which is another word for bacteria. I mean, I don't know if you killed it, if it's still in there. It might be some psychedelic type, you know, properties to these mushrooms. Who's the mushroom checker? It's a mushroom. Don't nobody give a shit. You get a bad mushroom, they're going to throw it right in there with the rest of them and roast them and you eat them. And then you have an LSD type trip. Uh, in the hospital, and you find it hard to explain. Yeah, and, so, and some mushrooms can kill you. They can. Exactly. A loved, one, a loved one find themselves trying to explain. He's like, damn, he's a drug addict. He's on drugs. He's eating the mushrooms. You thought it was jerky, and you handing out, you about to get the okie doke shit. So, yeah, a hard pass for me on the uh, on the mushroom jerky. Um, Drees, lead this off. Give me one of the final four. Shout out, prediction, flowers, or final thought. All right, now I've been saying this the whole show. Here's my prediction. Joe Biden is not going to get a second term if he don't figure something out quick. With inflation going up, I don't care if it's his fault or not, or he can control it, that's the narrative. Inflation is going up. And then people is losing fundamental rights. He's about to lose Roe v. Wade on his watch. Um, they lost Voting Rights Act and they hadn't they, they didn't do anything about it. He is gonna be out of the White House. And I don't know what what he's gonna do if he's gonna go ahead and turn it over to, to Kamala. Um, you know, um, you know, now and let her run or whatever, but like he need to figure it out because it's it's looking bad. So I don't know if we're gonna see Joe again. For that second go round, I think he need to go ahead and turn it over to the vice president. Maybe you know I don't announce he ain't running again, and and you know, you know, vice president is gonna gonna be taking over. But it's he he need to figure something out. He ain't coming back for a second time round. Mm, mm. All right, all right, there, Dreester Jamas. We have to uh, check uh, on that and see how that plays out next year and the year after. You are calling your shot early. T. Petty, give me a final thought, prediction, shout out, or flowers. Well, my final thought will be about the same thing that we opened up the show talking about this assault on our fundamental rights. Honestly, fuck everybody involved with all of this shit. And I don't know what it's going to take for people to take your civic responsibilities seriously. You shouldn't have to be cajoled and begged and inspired to vote like you're fucking five years old. Be an adult, research the issues, vote in your own best interest, your financial best interest, your bodily autonomy best interest, the best interest for you preserving your rights. Like that's what you have to do. I don't understand people that are all in their feelings and they didn't make me feel warm and fuzzy. They're not the person you're fucking. They're your politician. It's a fucking job. Like they have their job to do. We have our job to do as responsible citizens. So get your head out your ass and get this shit together. Unless you want to live in a country run by the likes of people like Ted Cruz and Ron DeSantis. Give me a goddamn break. Mm -hmm. Grow up and get your shit together. And also fuck all y'all. Everybody involved with this fuck shit that we're currently enduring. That's my final fucking thought. Okay, woosa, woosa. Uh, Breathe in the roses and blow out the candles. (laughs) 
Uh, my final, actually, I have flowers and um, a final thought combined together. So my shout out is to teachers. So this, we taping this during teacher appreciation week. They have teacher appreciation day. They should make May teacher appreciation month. Thank you to all the teachers for teaching these children, for putting up with these badass kids. Not all of them is bad, but <coughs> excuse me. If you have 40 kids in a class, it's going to be one or two bad ones. And y'all teach, uh, you know, all the kids uh, the same and, and try and help to get them to the next level. So to all my teachers that's out there, especially the ones that work with the kids, spend their own money, really about it, about it, getting involved with, uh, you know, the education and other aspects of life. We thank you. Some of these babies have not eaten. Um, some, a, a kid might come back to school on Monday and may not have eaten well over the weekend or at all. Some of these babies are homeless and, you know, dealing with those type of situations. Some of these babies just have a myriad of, of circumstances um, that they're dealing with at home. But yet and still, you know, good teachers is out there working with their principals, working with their fellow teachers to um, change the lives of their students. And uh, I, su I support them and I salute them. It is not an easy job at all. Shit, I can't manage 40 of anything. I can't manage 40 damn Lego figures, let alone 40 human beings with 40 different backgrounds and 40 different thoughts at one given time. So again, shout out to teachers for Teacher Appreciation Month. We're going to rebrand it Teacher Appreciation Month. We appreciate y'all. And if you ever had a good teacher, you know where I'm coming from. So we definitely want to say thank you to teachers for Teacher Appreciation Month in May. Boom. All right. Here, well. here. Kudos, kudos. Agreed, agreed. God bless them, especially over these last three years because they've had to endure a lot of bullshit, a lot of additional bullshit with yeah. a very little compensation so yeah and they they are technically frontline workers essential workers mm -hmm. right like they they have been at on the front lines of everything they had to go to work when nobody else had to go to work yeah and they're they're essential workers in more ways than one so exactly and dealing Agreed. with these parents and all that shit my god that's uh that's uh that's a. Um, that's a tough road to hoe, but um, yeah, again, we want to give a shout out and appreciation to um, teachers, teachers. Well, listen, that's going to wrap up things for us. Y'all, this is episode 87 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Podcast all about news, current event, race, culture, and politics here in America with a lot of laughs in between. Our entire library of episodes is available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. We're also available on your smart devices, your smart televisions, et cetera, et cetera. Your speakers, including the one from the fancy Rainforest store and also the one uh, from the one with the billion zeros behind it. Just ask your Google speaker to play the Digital Gumbo podcast. The latest episode pops up where you can listen to all 87 episodes. I don't know quite what you would do uh, during that time or, you know, if you have the time to do that, but you might want to listen to 87 in a row. And uh, if you do, we have a special gold medal for you if you listen to all 87 episodes in one sitting. Um, yeah. Uh, Digital Gumbo Podcast. Again, uh, episode 87. We thank you for riding with us. Uh, we're coming up on episode 100 soon. 
Uh, T. Patty Dries need to get some ideas from you guys about what we're going to do uh, for this 100th episode. I think it's going to hit sometime in the summer, maybe the first week in September, possibly. So we need to figure out what we're doing and uh, get something uh, super special together for this 100th episode. 100th episode. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, th I think it should be in person, and we definitely need to either take some some feedback from um, our listeners, or either invite some of our listeners onto the podcast. That's what that's what we should do. Uh, now you know these listeners will have to go through a stringent testing process. Maybe they should just call in because you know your girl. Mm -mm. We might have hey, to do. Yeah. If I don't know y'all, sorry. Yeah, y yeah. But... I, I meant I meant us in person and then yes. guests calling in. Okay. 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 Listeners okay. calling in. That we can do. Gotcha. Gotcha. I uh may or may not drink several alcoholic beverages uh, oh, on that podcast. And uh we could be uh, drunk on air, so to speak. But uh we'll figure that out. You know, we'll we'll figure out. We got uh, some time there, but uh definitely the hundredth uh, episode is coming up. And uh, we appreciate you being loyal listeners of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Uh, I got nothing else. Are y'all good? Anything else I missed? Good. Uh, I'm still mad. I'm about to go get me a drink. All right. All right. Enjoy it. Bottoms up. And we will see y'all next time on the next episode. <clears throat> Excuse me. Of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Be safe, y'all. See y'all next time. Bye. Peace. Peace.